Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Lashuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. As a reminder, on Mondays are my interview episodes. I interview somebody in the fitness, health, or medical industries, maybe someone who's in the business industry, interconnected with one of those industries, to try to give a little insight on a specific topic. On Thursdays, I just go on my own talking about something that is either trending in the news cycle that has to do with health and fitness and business, or something that I touched on previously with a guest that I want to elaborate on. Sometimes it's a listener question. And today I'm going to be talking about expanding on something that I talked about with Dr. Lewis, who was the last guest. In that episode, we talked about uh, brain health. We talked about nutrition. We talked about some cognitive sort of uh, implements that we can look at both from a supplement standpoint and from a day-to-day standpoint to make sure that we're we're staying sharp, so to speak, both physically and psychologically. Um, and, you know, we got into the conversation about uh, centenarians, people who live to or past 100, who live in these blue zones all across the world. There's been a lot of studies on them. There's even been a documentary on Netflix. And, you know, they look at all these different blue zones. Okay, why are these people living past 100? And also, again, they're, they're still sharp from a cognitive standpoint, and they're still, they're, they're still uh, moving around. It's pretty simple. They have a purpose. They eat whole foods. They're not sedentary. They get outside and they limit stress. This, this is very simple. You know, these health concepts are very easy to break down. So much to the point where you know you read these studies, you read the books, you watch the documentaries, and you go, "Oh, okay. Well, like that's that's not novel concepts here. Like nothing here was enlightening." But you know, implementing these things is what what we haven't figured out yet. We we know, yeah, okay. You can't just tell someone who's stressed, "Hey, don't have stress anymore. What are you doing? Why do you have stress? Stop that stress." Oh, hey, you don't have a purpose? Just go Google uh, how to get a purpose and pick out a purpose. Like no, this, these, these things are very difficult to implement in people's lives. But, but we know the answers. We know how to do it. And sometimes we get lost in the weeds. It's like, what is this magic bullet? What is this special supplement I can take? What is this, you know, can, can I take Ozempic and start losing weight? Can I, uh, should, I, should I be working with this personal trainer? Should I go to this gym instead of this gym? Should I add yoga into my routine? It's like, okay, if we just take a step back, and say, we have to eat whole foods. We have to not be sedentary as a general concept. We need to be getting outside, limiting stress, and also having a grander purpose. Like, health is going to come to us eventually. Right? These, are the, these are the signs of a healthy person. Now, again, I, I would also add another one in there that's not really mentioned, is that n- none of these people are on medications. Um, and that's another, that's another whole uh you know, rabbit hole that I, I go down uh, on a regular basis that I'm not going to go down now. But, you know, these health concepts are easy to break down, but they're not easy to implement. And that's that's going to lead into my, my my next sort of tirade here is about, you know, I, I see the future. And I say that because I work with older clients. <laughs> so I literally, I can tell people when you're 40 or 50, I know, I know what you're going to look like at 60 or 70 based upon your workouts. And I want you to be as healthy as you can for as long as you can and to be both cognitively sharp and also physically sharp. And to do that, we're going to have to have programs in place where you're doing this. And, and the, the one key thing that I've seen across all of my clients, again, this is anecdotal, but really, I mean, it's, it's also obvious at the same time. Right? I don't think people are going to disagree with this, is that you can't stop. <laughs> you have to keep pushing through. Whenever I see these clients take a year or two off who are in their 70s, it is, it is as if they've aged 10 or 15 years. I have watched people in their mid to late 70s do 60 minutes of moderately intense cardio on a daily basis in addition to adding in some sort of strength training three to four days a week. I've watched them do that 
stay in relatively good shape physically and certainly cognitively speaking, sharpest attack to going to absolutely nothing over a short period of time. And within a year or two, them starting dementia, them having serious chronic illnesses. Now, again, anecdotal, I understand this, but I've watched it time and time again, and it's not always the same thing. For some, it's a fall and it's just bad luck. There's a fall that happens. There's a ton of data on on the you know the, the mortality, the all-cause mortality that increases when you fall because, well, now I'm sedentary, now I'm potentially in a wheelchair, now I can't work out, now I'm on medications, now I'm inside, now I'm more stressed. But the, sometimes the fall itself can be prevented by exercising and being cognitively sharp and being physically sharp, right? Sometimes the fall is after those things have already happened, after there's already a decline. So it's so important that we think about not trying to have the most amount of money when we're the least capable of using it and making sure maybe our parents or our, you know, our in-laws or our aunts and uncles also are, are healthy into old age. And we help out the elderly community and populations and the people in our lives so that, you know, eventually it's going to fall on you anyway to take care of them. So, uh, but I, I think that's, you know, in America, it's really difficult. People work until they're 60 or 70, they're grinding, they finally have enough money. And by that point, their health is so bad that they're that they're not spending the money in the ways they wish they would at that purpose any and at the time anyway and maybe their purpose has diminished because they put all their purpose in their job in the first place and I don't want to make this a whole you know psychological conversation about purpose I want to really focus more on the the health component here but again I see the future because I know what it's like to be an older client because most of my clients were seniors for a long period of time and and we have to we have to ensure both in ourselves and in our clients, whether you're in the, the the health or medical nutrition world, that they also understand that that as we get into old age, we have to start to change our priorities. And long term health and wellness is more important than vanity. We have to make the workouts easier. We have to worry about our joints and ligaments. We have to worry about range of motion. We have to uh, not be sedentary. We have to make sure we're moving around. We have to get outside. We have to limit stress. We have to eat whole foods and we have to have a purpose. Implementing these things is very difficult. It's not going to happen overnight, but the concepts are easy. There's no arguing what the concepts are to live a long, healthy life. Now, leading into that conversation next is business, seeing the future. I also see the future with concepts that I've talked about before in this podcast, artificial intelligence, the numerous amount of apps that we have for health and nutrition and fitness, all the different programs, all the websites, all the box gyms, all the virtual training. When everyone else is zigging, you are going to have to zag. Providing high-value, individualized programs that are upcharged with live video calls, taking notes, worrying and caring about your clients, that is the future in our, in our business model, okay? Not scaling, because there's going to already be people who are scaling way better than you. And you're not going to be able to do it to the extent of these artificial programs and, excuse me, these artificial intelligence uh, apps and these these grander programs and these websites and these box gyms and all the virtual training. Yes, you want to make sure that it's part of your business model. I have an entire, you know, part of my portfolio is invested now in, in Truly Fit, not just the podcast, but in the software that is going to be coming out down the road. But at the same time, as an individual health and fitness and nutrition professional. We know, as I just said before, tying all these things together, the health concepts are easy. 
Need a purpose, eat whole foods, don't be sedentary, get outside, limit stress. But implementing them is really, really tough. And there's a reason why people are coming to you. And you have to work with them both from the psychological side and from the physiological side. The only way that we can do that appropriately is to care about your client and give them individualized programs. We can't do this through the scaling method. The scaling method works in business when you're handing out tools and toys and implementing things. Yes, I had a course. You can sort of scale with your course or I have a book. You can kind of scale with the book. But ultimately, those things are baseline, right? This is the baseline amount of knowledge that I'm giving somebody. When you're trying to help somebody in all of these different areas that I just talked about, from eating properly to not being sedentary to working out properly to worrying about their long-term health and wellness to limiting stress... Those things are not baseline. Those things are ever-changing. They're moving targets. And you need to be in constant communication with your clients so that you can pivot on a dime and change game plans. This, this, you're in like a live football game here. Excuse the sports analogy that I always make. But you're in a live football game here. And if, you know, if one play doesn't go the way you want to, well, the next play isn't going to be the same play call. If you gained eight yards instead of 15 yards... Or one yard instead of eight yards, every play call is different next. And that's every time your client gives you feedback, you have that strategic two-way feedback communication, you're going to have to change the game plan. You're going to have to tweak things. So there are no general game plans in fitness and health. There are, again, general principles that we're trying to meet. Eat whole foods, have a purpose, don't be sedentary, get outside, limit stress. But to, to implement those are really difficult, and those need more nuanced conversations. And those need one-on-one, high-value, individualized programs that you can upcharge your clients for. Have live video calls. Take notes. Make sure you know everything about your clients. Be ready to change on a dime if you don't really know what you're doing or bring somebody else in who does above you. And be honest with your client. That's all we can do to help people long-term in the health and wellness space and even in the medical space. We don't, we don't have the insurance model as personal trainers and mostly most nutrition professionals. It stinks for doctors who have that model who have to burn insurance. But for those who don't, we have to take advantage of that. Give your clients more and charge more. Don't give them less and charge less. And for those who are virtual training or you're building workouts for your clients, I've said this before in the podcast, I have a free workout builder that you can use. It's a part of the grander Truly Fit program. And... You can use it. You just have to reach out to me. I will uh, enter your email in. You can go on the website and then you can use it for free. You can have as many clients as you want on there. You can build them workouts. You could have one-on-one chats that go through the site. You can you can't send videos yet, but as the features are added to there, you're, you'll never have to pay for it, right? It's free. As we add features, it's going to continue to be free. So if you're looking for a free workout builder to try one, reach out to me at Steve Washuda on Instagram. Also, if you're looking for a PDF copy of my book for free because you can't afford it or you'd rather not buy it or you'd rather not buy the audio book, that's totally fine. I'll give you a free PDF copy. Again, reach out to me at Steve Washuda on Instagram and I will always send those for free. If I have t-shirts left over from any events, I will send you a Truly Fit t-shirt as well. Reach out to me at Steve Washuda. Tell me your address. Tell me a little bit about yourself and I will send you a t-shirt. This has been an episode of the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform. And feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.